Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches, and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca, your host, who has quite honestly had the most amazing, I've just got back from one of the best weeks stroke trips of my goddamn life. And I'm not even exaggerating, like it was literally one of the best holidays I have ever, ever had. I literally posted about it so much on Instagram I think I'm like the fucking tourist board for Cornwall right now. Like they should have been fucking paying me dividends or something because I was literally posting the shit out of Cornwall. Hashtag Cornwall. Hashtag Porcano. Hashtag New Key. I was living my fucking life. I had Cornish ice cream. I had Cornish pasty. I had Cornish Tinder. All of them were great. But I'm back now. And today is kind of about my holiday and my experience there in a weird way. Let me explain. So in the book club this month, we are doing one of my absolute favourite original, I'm talking OG, I read this shit 15 years ago, Law of Attraction books, and it's called The Key to Living the Law of Attraction by Jack Canfield. 
And just before I went on holiday, I was reading chapter five, which is such a simple, fundamental pillar of the law of attraction. And yet I seem to have forgotten to use it in my own life. And I think even those of us that have been practicing the law of attraction for a really long time now, we'll find that we're really, really good at manifesting in certain areas of our lives. And we'll find that other areas of our lives, we're fucking shocking at it. And it doesn't matter what we do, we seem to like not be able to be positive in that particular area. And this is exactly what happened to me was that I was finding success with the law of attraction in so many areas of my life. And yet some small areas were really, really lacking. So the law of attraction doesn't filter information that you give it. It doesn't decide what is better for you. So it's not like, oh, the universe decided this wasn't for me. It doesn't do that. You might say that maybe angels or spirit guides or whatever might do that kind of shit. But the universe, the law of attraction is very, very basic. It is a basic bitch. It basically is reflecting back to you whatever you are focusing on. So If you are focusing on positive things and happy things and opportunities and people being around you, then that's what you are going to have reflected back to you. If you are focusing on having a terrible day and being in pain and the traffic being bad and the weather being terrible, that is what is going to be reflected back to you and amplified. And the reason that I say this is because it is really important to focus on what you do want and not what you don't want. Now, you might be like, Fran, I've been listening to this fucking podcast for a year and a half now. This is basic bitch shit. I don't need to hear this. I already know it. But it's such a simple, fundamental thing that so many of us overlook every single day. And I hold my hands up. I was one of them. I have read this Jack Canfield book 500 million times. And when we did it in the book club, I genuinely wasn't that excited about it because I didn't think that I was going to be able to take anything new. I was excited for my book club bitches to read it and to experience it. But I genuinely didn't think there was anything that it could teach me. And this is the importance of regularly reminding ourselves. And, you know, the word remind is remind, like you're reminding yourself. Um, Sorry, I don't know if that made sense. I feel like that makes more sense when it's written down. Um, But you know what I mean. So it's really important to always be speaking about what you do want rather than what you don't. And you would be amazed how often we speak in a negative frame. So we say, Oh God, I don't want to be late. Oh, I hope this date isn't a fucking idiot. You might say I'm against war. You might say my children are always so naughty. I can't take them anywhere. You might say it's the third date. I bet this guy has got a tiny dick, etc, etc. So as well as preempting something in a negative frame of mind, you might also be retelling a negative story about your life. And this is where it really hit home with me. So with the book club, every chapter that we do, even if the book itself doesn't particularly assign an exercise, I tend to kind of take one from the work and assign it to us. And this was the bit that really struck me. So you might be retelling a negative story about your life and you don't even realise it. You may not be consciously aware that you're doing it. So one that I tell that I am conscious of now is that twins are difficult. Now, the number one problem with this is that it started off with comparison. 
So I was comparing a multiple baby experience to having one baby. Now, anybody that has multiple children will know that there's nothing like that first baby. When you have one child, shit is easy. You can still pretty much do everything that you could when you had no children. Like it is easy breezy cover girl. When I had Bo, it also helped that I had a husband. It helped that I had a steady income. It helped that I lived near family. You know, we traveled so much. That's something that lights up my world. Like traveling, I fucking live for. I think Bo had been like fucking around the world twice. No, that's an exaggeration. But you know, she'd been a few places by the time she was two. She was also a really easy baby, super easy. And so, of course, when I compare the experience of having my firstborn child in a loving relationship, living with my husband, having a steady income, all of those things I just mentioned, and then you compare it with... (laughs) We're in the middle of a fucking apocalypse. I mean, literally, I found out I was pregnant and then the whole world was like, yeah, we're going to die. You need to stay in your house and be isolated for months and months and months. I mean, it could not have come at a worse time. I had lost all of my income. My business was literally on the fucking rocks. I had just moved to a completely new city. So I didn't know anyone. So, you know, normally when you first move somewhere, you know, you'd go to a few baby groups, you know, I'd taken Bo to ballet or whatever, and I would have met people. And yet I was told to just stay in my motherfucking house and not talk to anyone. In fact, it was against the law to talk to anyone. Do you remember? Do you know what? That is so fucking wild. I feel like we all look back and be like, what on earth? But I remember one day I went for a walk with my friend Holly and it was legal to go for a walk with a friend from a different household, but you weren't allowed to stop or to congregate with, I think it was three people. And if you are listening to this in 2062, you are going to be like, what is this bitch on? But I swear to God, this is what happened. And I remember we met a friend of hers and then we all three of us stood on the street talking. And then my friend Holly was like, we need to go because people might start to talk about us on the village Facebook group. (laughs) And they might be like, there are three mothers congregating and it's illegal. I mean, how wild is that? But that was the world that we were living in. And that's a very real I'm going to use the word trauma. I'm going to use the word trauma, y'all, because you know when you are pregnant or when you have a young baby, what is the number one thing they say? Do not isolate yourself. Don't isolate yourself. Don't stay at home. Get out, meet people. You have to talk to other people. And for me, the opposite was true. You know, my child was home from school and for all of you, of course, as well. Like it wasn't just me, like I fucking realised that. But, you know, I had no income. I My business was completely up in the air. I was isolated with three very young children completely on my own in a new city where I didn't know anyone. It was fucking savage. And then on top of that, I had twins. I had two newborns. And I've been very, very honest about this, maybe more so in the book club than I have here, because it is a bit of a difficult subject. But I was very, very disappointed at having two babies. Multiple births, they ain't for me. The whole thing was difficult from beginning to end. And you know what? I respect people that are open and honest about those kinds of things. Because did you see Amanda Holden? Amanda Holden? 
Did you see that Amanda Francis posted the other day about gender disappointment? And I was so waiting for her to say this because I remember when she came as a guest on my podcast, she was really adamant that she was only going to have girls. And she's obviously having twin boys now. And she did a whole post about how she actually had gender disappointment and it's a real thing. And I think for me, multiple disappointment. The thought of having two babies at once was fucking terrifying And a lot of the things I was scared about 100% came true. And I have a lot of um, trauma and I'm even going to say the word grief. I feel like I grieved over the little singleton baby that I could, you know, pop out to the shops with and just put in a sling and go up the road. A lot of things are taken away from you when you have more than one baby, okay? But I'm not going to fucking go on about it because this is my new rule, right? This is what this whole fucking podcast is about. Sorry, I realise I've just ranted there. (laughs) about how difficult it is to have twins and that ain't my life anymore. So every time I met a twin mum out, I would literally be like, oh my God, you're still alive. This is amazing. This is good news for me. It means we can survive this. I think it's really important to have that release of being able to acknowledge that something's really difficult. And often somebody that's in that situation, that's why, you know, people who have chronic illnesses will meet up with other people who also have that same illness because no one else understands. And I have a few little multiple mums and twin mums because only they understand what I'm going through. Nobody else does. And those people who say, my babies are 11 months apart, so they're virtually twins. No, they're fucking not, okay? So every time I met a twin mum, I would reiterate how difficult it was and we would talk about how hard it was. Every time I heard a singleton mum complain, I would think, how fucking dare you? (laughs) How dare you? And when I would go to the supermarket and there would be no twin trolleys available, which you would not believe how often this happens, pretty much Asda is the only one that has them reliably, I would post about it on my Instagram and I'd be like yet again another trip to the supermarket where I can't even fit my children I was reiterating and retelling this story constantly of how hard twins were because primarily I was comparing it to my first experience of having one baby so on New Year's Day um first January 2022 I did an online goal setting party And part of that workshop of really figuring out what we wanted to achieve in 2022, what were our goals for each quarter, where did we need to find more balance in our life, what could we let go of, what did we want more of, etc, etc. One of the exercises was to create a mantra for the year. Now, I love it when you do things like this, where you either create a mantra for something that's really important to you, or you create a vision board for something that feels so out of reach. And it's obviously something that's so important to you because you've made the time to create this thing, right? To make it happen and to make it manifest into your life. And then when you look back at it, you're like, I fucking smashed it. I've done it. I can't believe that was even a thing. I can't believe that was my number one priority because now it just feels like, yeah, I'm I'm doing it. And this was my mantra that I created on the 1st of January, and it was very much focused on ease and freedom. So my mantra was this, I am thriving, I am in the world, my family are easy and a joy to manage, we are experiencing all the richness this world has to offer, my vibe is so high, I am, God, I still cry when I read this, I am only available for abundance in all forms, opportunities, money, experiences, love and more. Now, the reason I get so upset reading that is because for so long. We'll be back after a quick break. 
Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. And I really find it difficult to differentiate between having two newborns and lockdown. The two are very interchangeable for me. But there was a really long period of time, about two years, where I felt like I was not in the world. And a really sad time for me was when the world started opening up again and people started doing things because people started like sharing that they were like going out and they were in a bar or they're in a restaurant, they're going to a club or they're on holiday. And I was still stuck at home with three really young children, including two newborns. And I felt so trapped. That's the only word I can describe. I felt really trapped. I felt so powerless and so helpless because I'm going to be real with you. There's some things that you just can't do with two young babies. Like, for example, swimming. You can't go swimming in a lot of places if you have two young babies. The ratio, it don't work. Certain like theme parks and stuff, like taking little babies on rides. You can't do that unless you have an adult per child. There are a lot of things and I don't want to minimize any multiple mums experiences on here that are listening to this. There are some, some things that are fucking hard and there's no way around it. But this was kind of my mantra for the year because I felt so trapped and I felt so alone and I felt like I was often just looking out at the world through triple glazing that's the only way I can describe it like everyone was out living their lives and I was just observing it from my house now I feel like I made the most of this because I built my podcast and my brand because I fuck all else to do (laughs) but it didn't make me feel connected to the world and that's why that mantra really meant so much to me so I made the mantra I'd recognised, I'd identified the negative story that I kept retelling in my life, that twins are hard, two young babies are hard. And then I read this passage in The Key to Living the Law of Attraction by Jack Canfield, and this changed my fucking life, right? It says, make this simple change in your life. Make a conscious effort to restructure the way that you think and speak and avoid giving any unnecessary energy to the things that you don't want in your life. It's not surprising that most of us have a tendency to phrase things in a negative way. It's simply a bad habit. Remember from this point on to focus only on what it is that you do want. Start paying attention to where your attention is going. You'll be surprised to realise just how frequently you think, speak or act with your focus inadvertently on the opposite of what you really want. Remember, you are always attracting something. So stop attracting what you don't want and start attracting what you do. Now, reading that passage did not actually change my life, but implementing it, deciding on that day that I was going to stop saying anything negative about having twins. And you know what? It's been hard because since that day, I probably have met three sets of twins, like three twin mums. And I really haven't, including my sister had a party the other day and there was a man there that was a twin. And I usually, my first thing is like, your poor mother, (laughs) your poor mother. And I just decided I'm not doing that anymore. 
It's really, really important. I can't afford to do that. It's the same way when we talk about manifesting money. If any of you have done the manifesting money books or that kind of work, you'll know how you literally can't afford to say, oh, I can't afford to do that. I haven't got the money. You literally can't afford to say it because the second you do that, the flow of abundance stops to you. It really will stop as soon as you start to verbalize what it is that you don't want. And so that's how I started to view this was as much as I wanted to and I wanted to have that connection with someone to see if they could understand and feel my pain. I knew that I could no longer afford to make that my truth. And that was a really conscious decision. And, you know, you do occasionally slip up and you do sometimes have to correct yourself. But just being aware of it and starting to gradually reduce even not saying what it is that you don't want. I can't tell you what a difference it makes. So it was a conscious decision to not say it out loud, even if I was thinking it. So I did this chapter just before I went on holiday to Cornwall. Now, I was very, very apprehensive about going to Cornwall because I went to Dubai about a month or two ago. And that was my first family holiday abroad, like as a family of like me with three children. And I took a nanny with me. So it was two adults and three children. And to be honest, Bo is a fucking dream. Like Bo is like an adult herself. Like she doesn't need any sort of looking after really. Like she's amazing. Um, And so I found that holiday (laughs) very, very, very stressful for a number of reasons. The sleep was all out. It was just very stressful. And when I came home from that, I genuinely was like, I cannot travel again with three young children. I have no desire to do this again. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait until they're older. But I'd already had this holiday booked in for Cornwall because I was doing my fucking make 2022 the best year of your life and book shit up in advance. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I've got it in me now. And this is where it gets wild. So I did not take a nanny with me. Me and my friend went with three babies, five children total, three fucking one year olds. Are you kidding me? We drove across the country. We arrived at one in the morning to get to the house that we were living in. There were steps carved into a goddamn cliff. There was a suspension bridge 70 feet above the goddamn ocean. The babies had to sleep in a bed because there was not enough room to put the mattress on the floor. They literally just had to sleep in a bed. There were no dramas. We were on the beach every day. Like, we went to different beaches every day. Like, we travelled around, including the most Instagrammed cove in Cornwall, this place called Porthcurno. It's fucking amazing. But you literally have to, like, climb the side of a mountain to get to it. We did that. We would often realise it's 7pm and we hadn't given them dinner. So we would go to like a pub and we would get food together and they were fine. We would sometimes not even get back to the house at 8pm. I tell you this list because those are all things. If you're a mum, you'll be looking at that list going, for fuck's sake, this is a recipe for disaster, Fran. How did they not kick off? I'm telling you, that entire week was not only easy, it was a pleasure and you know what? I couldn't stop saying it all week. My friend must have been getting so bored with me. But I was like, these babies are just a joy to be around. These babies are being a fucking dream. All three of my children, all five of the children were just a dream. We had the best time. We had the most fun. And guess what? It was also filled with adventure. Now, we can have the best time and have fun at home where they're contained and I know there's nothing dangerous around and I'm in control of the, you know, the situation. 
But to be able to do that whilst travelling around Cornwall, leaving places at funny times, going here, going there, climbing a mountain, going over a bridge, it was all, I can't even express this to you enough, the difference between how I felt going to Dubai and how I went this time. And the only thing that had changed was my intention and my mindset. That's honestly the only thing that changed, apart from the ratio of children to adults, of which this one, there was fucking more children to adults. It should have been harder. And I can't explain to you, apart from the fact that my mindset changed, why it was so much easier. This is why it's so important to really focus on what will make the biggest difference in your life. I think sometimes with the law of attraction, we feel like we have to create these goals that are like attaining a possession, a new car, a new house, something like that. But sometimes something as simple as this, which is I have the freedom and the ease to travel with my family and be able to just live our best lives and to have fun and for it to be enjoyable and for it to be safe. That is what's going to make the biggest difference to your life. So where in your life, let's look now, at where in your life are you repeating a story, a negative story? Is it that I'm always the single one? Out of all of my friends, I'm always the single one. Is it I only attract dodgy men? Every man I date ends up being a drug dealer or a fucking, I don't know, what's another dodgy job? A drug dealer? Mm, I can't think of anything else. A con man? Yeah, maybe. You might say to yourself, I'm so fat. I've got no willpower with food. No willpower at all. It's just not who I am. I'm destined to be fat. My family are fat. I'm going to be fat too. You might say to yourself, I'm so stupid. I'll never get a degree. There's no point me even trying to go to college or to go to university because I will never do it. I'm so dumb. I'm just not set up that way. It could be that you say, I'm awful at timekeeping. Like I'm always late. No matter where I go, I can't help it. I'm just always late. So those are just some examples. But where do you think in your life you are repeating a negative story? And the more that you repeat it, the more that it will show up in your life and it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You will start to see it more in your life because you're giving attention to it. And really, this is the law of attraction. So when some people say, oh, something awful keeps happening to me, the law of attraction doesn't work. It's like, no, bitch, it's working. I mean, look at me. I fucking teach this shit. I've been doing it for 10 years. And yet even a couple of months ago, I was still walking around with a negative mindset about having to, well, basically multiple babies. That's what it was about. And this brings me on to four points of how you can help yourself to eliminate this in your life and actually start to attract the opposite, what you do want, not what you don't want. So number one is to identify your negative story. Really sit down and think about something that affects your everyday life. And it may be something really, really small, or it might be something big, huge, that really affects everything that you do. But identify that negative story. Number two is don't compare. Look at me comparing my parenting journey of having one little baby girl, my firstborn child, living the life of my dreams, and then having twins in a lockdown with no money. Now, the problem with comparing is it doesn't work because there's always going to be people much better off than you. And there's always going to be people much worse off. So you could always say, well, 
somebody with only one child um, has got it so much easier. But that doesn't work because that one child might have behavioural issues. That one child might have medical issues. That means it has to be in hospital all the time. That one child might live in India where the mother has to walk three miles to get clean water for that child and maybe doesn't have adequate food and stuff for that child. So you can never compare your situation to somebody else's or even your own situation in the past because the circumstances are never, ever going to be the same. And what do they say? Comparison is the thief of joy. Number three, find compelling evidence for why it's not true. So whatever this negative story is that you tell about yourself, why is it not true? Come on, let's find some evidence as if you were in a court what is evidence that it's not true? Well, for me, I could say, well, I've traveled with my girls now on my own. And I have done a couple of times. Like that's not somebody who finds twins really difficult. You know, I've taken them swimming from when they were really young babies. And I used to have people say to me, I do not know how you take (laughs) both of them swimming. And I'm not going to lie to you. It was not easy, but I did it because I wanted them to have that experience. Um, Little simple things like I go shopping with them. And you would not believe how many people in a supermarket say, God, you're brave. You're brave bringing these three out. And I'm like, I ain't got no choice, bitch. I ain't got no choice. But I don't say that anymore. I say, thank you. I'm doing it with grace and ease. (laughs) People must think I'm such a fucking dick. Um, You know, my children have a good sleep routine. Find all these little pieces of evidence that say, no, twins aren't hard. Multiple babies aren't hard. You know, my children have had varied experiences. They've traveled. They have a good sleep routine. There are many, many reasons for why this is evidence to show that I do not find this hard, that actually this is perfect for my lifestyle. So you go through and you gather the evidence that shows why this story you're making up in your head is simply not true. And number four, you might need to sometimes remind yourself of this as new situations crop up. So self-development and self-improvement is not linear. You're sometimes going to go backwards a little bit if you have a new trauma, if you have a new experience happen that reinforces your old negative limiting belief. So you sometimes have to go back and reinforce the work again. So say you'd been working on, you know, um, I'm always the single one in my friendship group. If you've been feeling happy and easily loved and you've worked through those blockages and you have a new mantra and you've stopped telling that old story about yourself, but then you might have one random bad date and then you'll need to remind yourself of all of the positive again and add in that date situation and, you know, don't make it more than it is. You know, you could have one bad date and say, see, I knew every man in the world is a fucking dick. And you could say, well, actually, that's one man. There's two billion men in the world. I haven't dated every man in my hometown. You know, there are plenty more fish in the sea, all that old shit. But self-development is not a one and done thing. It is a practice. It's a little bit like weightlifting or, you know, going to the gym or I'm trying to say it's like I know what it's like, but I have honestly never been to the gym. But if you did like weightlifting, you don't just do it for a week and then see the benefits forever after. And I think sometimes people with the law of attraction or with self-development, they expect to just read a book or do a practice once and then for it to last forever. And then, of course, when it doesn't, they're like, I'll see it doesn't work. But that's not the way it works. The law of attraction and self-development is true truly a practice. It's something that you do every day. It's not just something you do. It's something that you are. I personally find the easiest way to keep this as a practice that I do regularly is to be in the book club. 
Now, this book club has changed my fucking life. I know that it's changed so many of yours too. If you want to come and join me, I'll leave the link down below. It's also on my Instagram. If you're not following me, go and follow. It's basically just a Cornwall spam account now, but I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And there's like a link in my bio where you can click it and it has all my links to my websites and all that kind of stuff. Website, course, book club, all that jazz. If you want to come and do this book, The Key to Living the Law of Attraction by Jack Canfield, it honestly is so great if you just want a real fundamentals, like to really get to grips with the basics of the law of attraction. And look at me, I've been doing this shit for like 15 years and I still was taught something that I've read 500 times. It don't make no sense. Humans' brains are so weird. Um, And on the first of the month, we are doing Emma Mumford's book, Positively Wealthy, which is really exciting. It's about attracting abundance into every area of your life. And Emma Mumford has actually agreed to come and help us. So I don't know whether she's going to be a guest on the podcast or if she's going to do an Instagram live or I'm not really sure, a QA. and a um, But we will be doing that beginning the 1st of June. So if you want to come and join us for that, simply buy the book beforehand or get it on Audible or whatever. Um, and we'll be starting that on the 1st. And anyway, that's all I've got to say, really. Um, I hope that that has all made sense. I hope I haven't spoken about my own life situation too much, but I feel like it's the easiest way for me to convey how these principles really affect me in reality, like applying it to your actual life and the things that affect us. And I don't know what to fucking tell you. I did this chapter and the results that I've had since going on that holiday and just living adventure, fun, but with joy and ease, I really didn't think it was possible. I really, really didn't. And it gives me so much happiness just to know that it is because just having that freedom of being able to do things like a normal mum, do you know what I mean? Like it just gives me so much happiness. So I'm going to continue to work on this. I'm going to continue to repeat my mantra I actually now have um, affirmations that I record in a voice memo and I play to myself every day because affirmations said in your own voice are so much more powerful. I'm adding in a couple about how my children are a joy to travel with. My children are a joy to take out. They are easy because you know what? Two toddlers. I'm not even going to say it because that's my new thing. I'm not even saying it. Even if I think it, I'm not saying it. So you'll just have to, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please do rate, review, subscribe. It makes such a difference. If you subscribe to the podcast, it's the little button up in the top right hand corner. It means that you get notified every time a new episode is released, which is every Friday. And if you could leave me a rating, I mean, a rating literally takes you one second. I would suggest five stars, but you know what? You live your own life. You do what you've got to do. And if you could leave me a review, I'd be so thankful. I fucking live for your reviews. They make me smile. I love them so much. Um, And, oh, that's what I had to tell you. So, you know, this New Year's Day goal setting party I was telling you about where I set up this mantra and my intentions for the year and stuff. We are almost six months into the year and so many of you asked for a six month accountability kind of midway through the year workshop. Now, I'm a bit of a dunce and I worked out that the middle of the year was the 1st of June. Of course it fucking isn't. Of course it isn't. But I've said that's when we're doing it. So that's when we're doing it now. Um, But I am doing an online workshop. It's going to be on Facebook. Um, It's 4444. And it's going to be about two hours long. 
And it's to basically go through all of our goals, our intentions, everything that we set out at the beginning of the year that we wanted to do. And, you know, we're halfway through. It's a great time to really assess things and think, "Mm, is the stuff that I thought I wanted actually what I genuinely want? Do I want to change some things? Do I want to do more of some things, less of the other? All that kind of stuff. It's really just reflecting, assessing and making this second half as great a year as the first has been. So if you want to come and join me for that, I will leave the link down below or you can find it on my website website which is francescaamber.com and it doesn't matter if you can't do it live um, it's just an online workshop designed to be watched at any time so you can come back on and watch it anytime the only benefit with being live is it's quite handy to see people's responses it actually improves your experience because I only I'm obviously working off of my experiences and it's so helpful to hear other people's so we might say right what have you um What have you learned from sort of quarter one? How was quarter one for you? What did you achieve? What didn't you? And then when people respond, you really get to see a real diverse range of um, responses that you're like, ah, I would never have thought of that. So anyway, not explaining it very well, but it's very helpful to have other people's input, even if you can't watch it live. Um, But anyway that's all I've got to say to you bitches. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Find out what your negative story is and stop fucking telling it. Speak what you seek until you see what you said. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.